Good morning, people of God. This is Apostle Shirley Evans. This morning you probably hear all the wind because I'm not on the inside of my house. I'm outside in my worship area. And thank God for the daylight because we have no electricity. But we know that we have the light in us that is shining. And sometimes we take the day for granted because the day out here, it is completely light, bright light. We take things for granted. So today, being the fifth day of November, 2020, today is Thursday. I just bless the Lord for another day. And now I understand why last night he was singing, I don't know about tomorrow. Many things about tomorrow we don't seem to understand, but we better know who holds tomorrow. And we better know who holds our hand, and we are not to let his hand go. And so, good morning. I bless the Lord for another day. I will bless thee, O Lord. I will bless thee, O Lord. And the time now is 10.23 a.m. With a heart of thanksgiving, I will bless thee, O Lord. With my hands lifted up and my mouth filled with praise, with a heart of thanksgiving, I will bless thee, O Lord. I will bless thee, O Lord. I will bless thee, O Lord. With a heart of thanksgiving, I will bless thee, O Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. He has done great things. He has done great things. He has done great things. Bless his holy name. Reach out and touch the Lord as he pass by. You will find he's not too busy to hear your cry. He is passing by this moment. Your need he will supply. Reach out and touch the Lord as he pass by. In moments like these, I sing out a song. I sing out a love song to Jesus. In moments like these, 
I lift up my heart, I lift up my voice to the Lord, singing, I love you, Lord, singing, I love you, Lord, singing, I love you, Lord, I love you, singing, I love you, Lord, singing, I love you, Lord, singing, I love you, Lord, I love you, you are Jesus, name above all names, beautiful Savior, glorious Lord, Emmanuel, God is with us, blessed Redeemer, living word, blessed Redeemer, living word, thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. We will glorify the King of Kings. We will glorify the Lamb. We will glorify the Lord of Lords, who is the great I Am. We will glorify the King of Kings. We will glorify the Lord, we will glorify the Lord of Lords, who is the great I am. Hallelujah to the King of Kings, hallelujah to the Lord, hallelujah to the Lord of Lords, who is the great I am? Who is the great I am? Even so, come Lord Jesus, come. Even so, take your bride away. How my soul longs to be with you, my Lord. Even so, even so, come Lord Jesus, come. Even so, 
Come, Lord Jesus, come. Even so, take your bride away. How my soul longs to be with you, my Lord. Even so, even so, come Lord Jesus, come. 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 Even so, take your bride away, how my soul longs to be with you my lord even so even so come lord jesus come come lord jesus come blessed be the name of the lord jesus this morning, I pray that when this message reaches you, whether it's day or night or whenever it reaches you, I pray that the joy of the Lord will be your strength. I pray this morning that you are in perfect peace. I pray that you are well. I pray if any sick among you, I pray there's a healing balm in Gilead and Jesus heals our wounds and Jesus will deliver us. And I pray the peace of God that passes all understanding is resting upon you today. And so our, our message today is the joy of knowing Jesus. The joy of knowing Jesus. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in my heart, I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart, down in my heart to stay. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I have the love of Jesus in my heart, down in my heart. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I have the love of Jesus in my h-e-a-r-t i pray that you too have the love of jesus and you have the joy deep down in your heart the joy of knowing jesus as i as i said we don't know what is going to happen tomorrow as a matter of fact sometimes we don't know what's happening today weeping may endure for a night but joy cometh in the morning joy cometh in the morning to know him is to love him with an unselfish love to know him is to spend time with him to know him is to fellowship with him to know him is to commune with him commune with me commune 
with me between the wings of the cherubim commune with me commune with me commune with me between the wings of the cherubim commune with me to know him is to commune with him to know him is to obey him john chapter 14 to know him is to obey him john chapter 14 verse 33 declares it says john chapter 14 hmm. John chapter 14, when you read that, you will discover, he says, to know him is to obey him. To know him is to abide in him. As John chapter 15, verse 4, it says, Blessed be the name of the Lord. It says, remain in me, and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me, and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So apart from him, you can do nothing absolutely nothing if anyone does not remain in me he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers such branches are picked up thrown into the fire and burned so let us abide in him if you remain in me and my words abide in you ask whatever you wish and i will give it to you and so to know him is to remain in him or to know him is to abide in him. To know him is to follow him. That is to proceed behind him. If I'm walking and you're walking in another direction, that means you're not following me. To know him is to follow him. Matthew chapter 4 verse 18 Matthew 4, thank you, Lord. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 18 declares, Matthew 4 and thank you, Jesus. Matthew 4 and 18 says, you can hear the rustling in the wind because I'm on the outside. Matthew 4 and 18 says, 
As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter, and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. And Jesus says, Come follow me. Jesus said, And I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. They left their nets and they followed him. Verse 22, verse 21 says, Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, departing, preparing their nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. All oh, the joy of knowing him, but all oh, the joy of following him, all oh, the joy of obeying him. To know him is to be led by him. To know him is to be led by him. John chapter 10 and verse 3 says, John chapter 10 and verse 3 declares, I bless you, Lord. John chapter 10, verse 3 says, The watchman opens the gate for him, and the sheep listens to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. So, to know him is to be led by him not by another voice, but by him. To know him is to have intimacy with him, that intimate relationship with him. The joy of knowing Jesus. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14 to 21. Ephesians 3, 14 to 21 declares... From verse, I will go, not from 14, I will go from verse 1. Talking about Paul, who was a preacher. Paul says, for this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles, surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. That is, the mystery made known to me by revelation, as I've already written briefly. In reading this, then you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to men in other generations, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to God's holy apostles and prophets. This mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles... Through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and sharers together in the promise of Christ Jesus. I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of his power. Although I am less than the least of all God's people, this grace was given me to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ 
and to make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery, which for ages past was kept hidden in God, who created all things. His intent was that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms, according to his eternal purpose, which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. To him, and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. I ask you, therefore, not to be discouraged because of my sufferings for you, which are your glory. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives his name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. The joy of knowing him. Here was Paul, who was Saul, after he had an encounter with the Spirit of God, he had that encounter during the day. And so he got to the point where he knew him. To know him is to love him. To know him is to spend time with him. Oh, the joy of knowing Jesus. So he spent that time, that quality time with him. As I read the scripture, I don't have to go through it again. But here was Paul. The administration of God's grace means the special Paul was given that Paul was given that the special stewardship trust or commitment that Paul had been given he had been given that and some of us have been given it see Paul was under house arrest in Rome for preaching about Christ verse 1 the religious leaders in Jerusalem who felt threatened by Christ's teachings and didn't believe he was the Messiah pressured the Romans to arrest Paul and bring him to trial for reason, for treason, really, and for causing rebellion among the Jews. Paul had appealed for his case to be heard by the emperor, and he was awaiting trial. Even though he was under arrest, Paul maintained his firm belief that God was in control of all that happened to him. Do circumstances make you wonder if God has lost control of this world? Like Paul, 
Remember that no matter what happens, God directs the world's affairs. Verse 2 to 3 says, The administration of God's grace means the special stewardship, trust, or commitment that Paul had been given. Like I said, some of us have been given that. He had been assigned the special work of preaching the good news to the Gentiles. God's great plan shown to Paul in a revelation. As I have already written briefly, Paul says, may refer to a previous letter that was not preserved by the church. Or it may refer to an earlier part of this letter. God's plan was hidden from previous generations. Not because God wanted to keep something from his people, but because he would reveal it to everyone in his perfect timing. God planned to have Jews and Gentiles comprise one body. The church, the body is the church. And so when people running and said, oh, right, they won't open the church. We are the body of Christ. We are the church. It was known in the Old Testament that the Gentiles would receive salvation. But it was never revealed in the Old Testament that all Gentile and Jewish believers would become equal in the body of Christ. Yet, this equality was accomplished when Jesus destroyed the dividing wall and created the one new man. Now we talk about they're trying to do this one uh, world order, millennia. The one new man is Jesus Christ. And he's going to bring order to this chaos in this world. When Paul became a servant of the gospel, God gave him the ability to share effectively the gospel of Christ. You may not be an apostle or even an evangelist. But God will give you opportunities to tell others about Christ. And with the opportunities, he will provide the ability, the courage, and the power. I found myself two days, all day singing, More love, more power, more of you in my life. Whenever an opportunity presents itself, Make yourself available to God as his servant. As you focus on the other person and his or her needs, God will communicate your caring attitude. Your words will be natural, loving, and compelling. Verse 8. When Paul describes himself as less than the least of all God's people, he means that without God's help, he would never be able to do God's work. Yet God chose him to share the gospel with the Gentiles and gave him the power to do it. He gives us the power. He gives us the word to speak. He gives us the love to share. If we feel that our role is minor, we may be right, except that we have forgotten what a difference God makes. How does God want to use you? How? Draw on his power. Do your part. 
and faithfully perform the special role God has called you to play in his plan. I told you I was singing more love, more power, more of you in my life. I will worship you with all of my heart. You are my Lord. The administration of this mystery refers to the way God's great plan is carried out through the church and to Paul's work in, to demonstrate and teach God's great purpose in Christ. The rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms are either angels who are witnesses to these events or hostile spiritual forces opposed to God. Verse 12, verse 12 says, In him and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. It is an awesome privilege to be able to approach God with freedom and confidence. Most of us would be apprehensive in the presence of a powerful ruler. But thanks to Christ, by faith we can enter directly into God's presence through prayer. We know we'll be welcomed with open arms because we are God's children through our union with Christ. Oh, the joy of knowing him. Don't be afraid of God. Talk with him about everything. He's waiting to hear you. And you could be angry with God too. Because he knows your heart. He knows inside whether you're angry or you're pleased. But you could talk to him about anything. He's waiting to hear from you. Verse 13, verse 13 says, I ask you therefore not to be discouraged because of my sufferings for you, which are your glory. Why should Paul's suffering make the Ephesians feel on it, which are your glory? If Paul had not preached the gospel, he would not be in pain. He would not be in jail either. So when we preach the gospel, we don't know what is going to happen to us. At the same time, the joy of knowing Jesus. We have that joy inside of us that the world cannot comprehend while we're going through these things. But then the Ephesians would not have heard the good news and been converted either. Just as a mother endures the pain of childbirth in order to bring new life into the world, Paul endured the pain of persecution in order to bring new believers to Christ. And so some of us can identify with Paul. Great persecution. But it he had to endure the pain. We have to endure the pain of persecution in order to bring new believers to Christ. Obeying Christ is never easy. He calls us to take up your cross and follow him. Oh, the joy of knowing Jesus. That is, to be willing to endure pain so that God's message of salvation can reach the entire world. We should feel honored that others have suffered and sacrificed for us so that we might reap the benefit. The family of God includes all who have believed in him in the past, all who believe in the present, and all who will believe in the future. 
We are all a family because we have the same Father. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. I've been washed in the fountain, cleansed by his blood, joined air with Jesus as I travel this world. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. God promises us his love and power to the family. The family of God includes all who have believed in him in the past, all who believe in the present, and all who will believe in the future. We are all a family because we have the same father. Unless we, unless you have another father, and the only other father would be the devil. I'm speaking to God's people. And we know who our father is, is God. He is the source of all creation, the rightful owner of everything. God promises his love and power to his family, the church. Verse, verse, verse 16 to 21 says, it says, I pray, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in the inner man so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith and I pray that you being rooted and established in love may may you who are being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God and he goes on to say now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever forever and ever means forever and ever eternity amen if we want to receive god's blessings it is important that we stay in contact with other believers in the body of christ those who isolate themselves from god's family and try to go it alone cut themselves off from god's power more love you can't just keep the love to yourself more love more power you have to share the love more of you in my life i will worship you with all of my heart you are my god you have to share the love and the knowledge of jesus christ with others you cannot be selfish you cannot isolate yourself from god's family and try to go it alone to cut themselves to you can't cut yourself off from god's power you should not god's love is total that's what paul says it reaches every corner of our experience it reaches to the highest mountain 
and it flows to the lowest valley. Oh, the love that gave me strength from day to day, it will never lose its power. God's love is total. It reaches every corner of our experience. It is wide. It covers the breadth of our own experience. And it reaches out to the whole world. God's love is long. It continues the length of our lives. God's love is high. It rises to the heights of our celebration and elation. His love is deep. Deep. High, high is the heavens. His love is deep. It reaches to the depths of discouragement. It reaches to despair. It even reaches to death. When you feel shut out of or isolated, because right now, in this pandemic, a lot of people feel as if they're shut out, they feel like they're isolated, they go into depression. But when you feel shut out or isolated, remember that you can never be lost to God's love. You could never. In Romans chapter 8, verse 38 to 39, Romans 8, Romans 8, 38 to 39 says, Romans 8, 38 to 39 says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels or demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. It cannot separate you. Powers are unseen forces of evil in the universe. Forces like Satan and his fallen angels. In Christ, we are super conquerors and his love will protect us from any such forces. And, and and so we thank God that his love is ex is immeasurable. His love is inexhaustible. That's his love. The fullness of God is fully expressed only in Christ. In union with Christ and through his empowering spirit, we are complete. In union, the joy of knowing him, the joy of being in union with him. In union with Christ and through his empowering spirit, we are complete. Colossians chapter 2, 9 to 10 says, Colossians chapter 2, 9 to 10 says 
for in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form and you have been given fullness in Christ who is the head over every power and authority in him you were also circumcised in the putting off of the sinful nature not with a circumcision done by the hands of men but with the circumcision done by Christ having been buried with him in baptism and raised with him through your faith in the power of God who raised him from the dead in union with Christ and through his empowering spirit we are complete we have all the fullness of God available to us but we must appropriate that fullness through faith and through prayer as we daily live for him Paul's prayer for the Ephesians is also for you and for me you can ask the Holy Spirit to fill every aspect of your life to the fullest you can ask him he says seek and you shall find knock and the door shall be opened unto him unto you you can ask him you can ask the Holy Spirit to fill every aspect of your life to the fullest in verse 20 to 21 now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever amen this prayer or this doxology of praise to God ends part of Ephesians it ends part one of Ephesians in the first section Paul described the timeless role in the church in part two that is chapter four to six he will explain how church members should live in order to bring about the unity God wants as in most of his books Paul first lays a doctrinal foundation and then makes practical applications of the truths he has presented the joy of knowing Jesus the joy of knowing him you've got to spend time with him you have to love him you have to praise him you have to worship him you have to adore him you have to express that joy joy means gladness of heart you have to have that great delight to express by songs Genesis chapter 31 verse 27 says Genesis 31 verse 27 declares 31 and 27 says blessed be the name of the Lord why did you run off secretly and deceive me why didn't you tell me so I could send you away with joy and singing to the music of tambourines and harps you think tambourines just came about you think harps no they were from biblical time so Laban pursues Jacob okay and so worship and praise was from that time in the Bible 
it's not a new thing. Verse 27, I'll say it again. He said, why did you run off secretly and deceive me? Why didn't you tell me? So I could send you away with joy and singing to the music of tambourines and harps. So there is nothing new under the sun. Absolutely none. Joy is expressed by musical instruments. First Samuel chapter 18 verse 6. First Samuel 18 verse 6. I love the word. I pray that you do too. Because it's a word that's going to keep you strong. First Samuel 18 and verse 6 says, this is David and Jonathan who became friends. When the men were returning home after David had killed the Philistine, the women came out from all the towns of Israel to meet King Saul with singing and dancing, with joy songs and with tambourines and lutes and flutes. As they danced, they sang. Saul has slain his thousands and David his tens of thousands. And of course, that made that made Saul very angry. But they were rejoicing. They had joy. They were using their voices and their instruments. And God delighted in it. Sounds. We should express our joy also with sounds. First Chronicles 15 and 16. First Chronicles chapter 15. And verse 16 says, I bless you, Lord. 15 and 16 says, And the Levites carried the ark of God with the poles on their shoulders, as Moses had commanded in accordance with the word of the Lord. David told the leaders of the Levites to appoint their brothers as singers to sing joyful songs accompanied by musical instruments harps and cymbals so make a joyful noise sounds expressing joy and in second chronicles chapter 29 and 30 they sang praises second chronicles 29 and 30 says bless you jesus second chronicles Chronicles 29. I will worship you. First Chronicles chapter 29 and 30 declares. King Hezekiah. And his officials ordered the Levites to praise the Lord with the words of David and of Asaph the seer. So they sang praises with gladness and bowed their heads and worshipped. So there's none, nothing new under the sun. To express joy, you have to praise him. And... In Ezra chapter 3, verse 12 to 13, they were shouting. 
Ezra chapter 3. Ezra chapter 3, they were shouting. Verse 12 to 13. I bless you, Jesus. Ezra chapter 3. Verse 12 to 13, the class. Search the scriptures in them, you would find eternal life. Ezra chapter 3, verse 12 to 13, the, declares. Bless you, Jesus. It says, but many of the older priests and Levites and families' heads who had seen the former temple wept loudly when they saw the foundation of this temple being laid. Let me repeat that again. But many, because they, they rebuilt the temple, but many of the older priests and Levites and family heads who had seen the former temple wept aloud when they saw the foundation of this temple being laid, while many others shouted for joy. Who have seen this house in its first glory, and now how do you see it? They wept aloud. They were shocked. They could not believe the transformation of the house, of the temple. There are a lot of people who God is doing a work on. And they don't look they don't look like God is using them because they look tattered and torn because they're going through their wilderness experience. And so you you never see them in that form. But now all of a sudden the transformation takes place. So they couldn't keep it themselves. So they wept aloud when they saw the foundation of this temple being laid, while many others shouted for joy. So shouting is a part of expressing joy. And some people, they would say, oh, you don't have to make all that noise. You, you don't have to shout. You don't have to praise them. You could do it to yourself. No. Praise him. Honor him. Glorify him. To express joy, it has to be from the heart. First Kings chapter 21 verse 7. First Kings 21 verse 7. Thank you, Jesus. First Kings chapter 21 verse 7 declares. Jezebel, his wife, said. <laughs> Jezebel. Jezebel, his wife, said. Is this how you act as king over Israel? Get up and eat. Cheer up. I'll get you the vineyard of neighbor to Jezreelite. Because here it is. Naboth's vineyard. That. He wanted right and so here it is he is now he's weeping Ahab went home 
and was angry because Nabot the Jezreelite had said, I will not give you the inheritance of my fathers. So he lay on his bed sulking and refused to eat. And his wife Jezebel came in and asked him, Why are you so sullen? Why won't you eat? He answered her, Because I said to Nabot the Jezreelite, Sell me your vineyard, or if you prefer, I will give you another vineyard in its place. But he said, I will not give you my vineyard. So Jezebel, his wife, said, Is this how you act as king over Israel? Get up and eat. Cheer up. I'll get you the vineyard of neighbor the Jezreelite. So wicked her, she wrote the letters in Ahab's name. Isn't that amazing? Wicked. Ahab didn't. A, she wrote a letter in his name. And she turned around and placed his name, the king, his seal on them and sent them to the elders and nobles who lived in neighbor's city with him. Wicked Jezebel. So there are times we, I'm not talking about that woman, wicked woman. From, our, from us, there are times when some things goes on in our life, like David losing a child and him weeping before the Lord. Okay? Like us experiencing some real pain. Or there are times when we weep because we're weeping for joy. There are times when we're in worship before the Lord on our face. And we begin to pour out from our heart. We begin to, we begin to weep. But we are weeping, weeping of, of joy from our heart. And so to express joy and gladness of heart, we use instruments, we use sounds, we use praises from within, we shout, and we do our heart. In other words, God my heart, God my heart. Don't trade it for precious. Don't trade it for pleasures. Don't give it away. We guard our heart. We are to worship him in spirit and in truth from our heart. And so the joy of knowing Jesus. I pray that when you receive these words today, these teachings from the Holy Spirit, you get to the place of to know him is to love him. That you you get to that place, there's such a joy when you love him. When you get to that place of really loving him, really uh, intimacy, like, like a husband and his wife, when 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 he loves her, because he is to love her. And when he really poured that love on her, there would she would be that wife of total submission to her husband because. She has such a joy because he's pouring that love into her. Even so, come Lord Jesus, come. Even so, take your bride away. How my soul longs to be with you, my Lord. Even so, even so, come Lord Jesus, come. And instead of us taking five minutes with Jesus, 
when you really, really, really love him, we will spend an hour and two hours with him and it'll feel like a minute. It'll feel like we need some more time with you, Jesus. Oh, the joy of knowing Jesus. I pray that God will put you put inside of you that insatiable desire to know him more, to know him more. And then you'll find you will get that fullness of joy inside of you. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for this day. I thank you that you still gave me a voice to speak to to your people. Without you, Holy Spirit, I can do nothing. I thank you for the words that you have imparted in us today. The joy of knowing Jesus. He will turn your mourning into dancing. He'll give you the joy of the Lord, which is your strength, if you abide in him. The Father made a peace of God that passed all understanding, guard their hearts and mind today and always. May your grace overshadow them. And Father, thank you for your mercy that is with them. May you have a blessed day in the Lord and keep safe. This is Apostle Shirley Evans saying, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice. And again I say rejoice. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in my heart, I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart, down in my heart to stay. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I have the love of Jesus in my heart, down in my heart. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I have the love of Jesus in my h-e-a-r-t the joy of knowing jesus i love you god bless you